Welcome to episode 44 of Loft in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation, as VR and AR veterans will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. So, hello guys, and uh, we'll start at once with Fabien, please. Hello, thanks. So last uh, Friday was the um, day that Apple Vision Pro was open to uh, orders uh, with a release in uh, the deliver, delivery in a couple of weeks. So of course, there are a lot of news about Vision Pro and Apple uh, also released a, a lot of videos. And the, what, the one that we are currently looking at right now is quite interesting is a description and a walkthrough of all the main features uh, of the Vision Pro. Well, uh, more correctly, the uh, features that Apple wants to promote on, on the Apple Vision Pro. Um, and uh, we are seeing this through the eyes of someone that supposedly is uh, using the Vision Pro for the first time. So it's a marketing video, you know, but anyway, this is the scenario. Um, and uh, so we can see the first feature that uh, is highlighted is how the uh, UI works. So eye gaze and a pinch uh, on the fingers is how the, the selection of uh, an icon or a menu item is working. This is the first thing that they are going through. And then uh, the first feature that we are looking at is um, pictures. So pictures, how to how to look at pictures, um, and how to increase the size of the picture to look to look it uh, big, and how to look at panoramas. So uh, you can see that the there is a special feature for the panoramas that you can open it almost 360 and. Uh, let's see what it is. So, so this is the video. Okay, the panorama here. So you can open it up, the background dims, and you can see your panorama uh, life life size, as they say. And uh, so oh, then, of course, the next feature that we are looking at is uh, special videos. Um, so this is uh, how they are showcasing it, a uh, video that is recorded with uh, an iPhone uh, or the Vision Pro. Um, as you can see, with uh, small movements of the head, uh, he he says that he, he can uh, really see the depth um, of the videos like this. Um, so this was for um, pictures and videos and uh, we are also seeing how to watch, uh, how watching movies will look like. So it seems like you can put your screen as big as you want, as uh, expected, and uh, have uh, a really immersive uh, movie experience in the Vision Pro. Um, next, they switch to uh, work. So we are seeing a pretty standard um, Let's skip through it. Uh, yeah, a pretty standard desktop. Uh, something that was really interesting to me is the UI that we are seeing here. Uh, it's the same UI as we have on desktop. Um, there is no, nothing like special. It's uh, 
quote unquote just uh, windows in space. The mailbox UI is the same uh, as the one that we have on Mac Safari, the same as well. Then uh, they move to uh, FaceTime video call. So this is pretty standard, nothing uh, fancy expected. Uh, and then they also move to uh, so something that uh, will be very interesting to test actually is a call with someone who is also wearing an Apple Vision Pro. And this is where we see that avatar that they are uh, reconstructing here. Uh, which, what is interesting is we are not seeing uh, him um, in that video. So I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to see the quality of, of this uh, in uh, the actual device. Um, and then back to a few other features, you can uh, immerse yourself in an environment, but still uh, you are able to see the other people in the room like this which is interesting. Um, they showcase how mirroring through a Mac will work. So you can display the, the screen of your Mac uh, in a, on a huge screen in, in front of you. And finally, um, at the end, just a couple of immersive experiences. So one, uh, about my mindfulness. So I think it's a breathing exercise, if I'm correct. Uh, using, yeah, as you can see here, like a, a really um, uh, immersive experience around the user and um, showcasing hand tracking with a butterfly that lands on the finger and the classic uh, dinosaur that uh, runs over in an immersive experience. So here you go. Um, I've, I have a lot to say about it, but I will uh, first hand it over to you guys uh, to have your, your impressions. I think it's, uh, it's a very, very interesting uh, video. Uh, so Seb? Yes. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, yeah. Watch the video also, and yeah, it was very interesting. Like you said, uh, something that they skip at the beginning, they, they do a big statement saying that it's the first time he's wearing the headset. Uh, but I love that uh, you need to do the configuration, have it adjusted to you. You need to scan your eyes and yeah, sync it maybe with your phone or with your Mac, and all the steps are skipped away to make it uh, like it's smooth and easy to to wear and ready to to do the experiences at, at, as soon as you have the headset on um, but anyway that's a promotional video so yeah I, I guess it would have make a very long video if they would have added that but at least precising this at the end of at the beginning of the video could be f more fair um like uh, yeah, the lady is saying, seeing that she's seeing the eyes of the user through the headset. This can only be done if they, if he scan his face before with the headset. 
um, yeah, like about there, yeah, in the video. But yeah, yeah, it's nice to see it uh, in action. Really, uh, it seems really impressive. The, the avatar that are generated seems to be uh, really nice. Uh, the best part for me is the end of the video where we start to see 3D object coming out of a 2D element uh, or the, the butterfly coming on the finger of the user. Um, and then, yeah, all the interaction seems to be quite easy to handle, like uh, when you click with your mouse, you look always look at your cursor when you click on it. So doing the same thing with your eyes and clicking with your finger and having your finger close to your body so you don't have to put them in front of you seems to be a very nice interaction. Um, what they don't show is uh, how sticky can things be in your place. If you can put really something on your one wall, go on the other side of your place in your in, in your living room or somewhere else in your bedroom and, and add some, some other stuff and see them stick uh, and remain there. Right now, they don't show this functionality. So I guess we'll have to try this uh, ourselves. As, as soon as we can. But yeah, overall, that's a very nice demo. Um, what do you think, Guillaume? Yeah, lots, uh, lots of things to say. So just to, to continue your thoughts about, um, your, you know, the sticky, sticky things in your environment. Uh, I don't know if you saw that, but 90% of the time, the, the user is seated. And uh, most of the time, the headset is plugged in as well. Uh, so you can directly see that you're not supposed to move that much with the headset. Well, as Apple wants you to, because I interpret, I, I understand this, uh, this video as, uh, you know, the guideline, how to use the headset, uh, the best way of using it. So you should be seated with your, uh, your headset plugged in uh about the first use use case uh we know now we know now that uh the demonstration in an apple store or the apple vision pro would take between 20 and 30 minutes so you can here see uh that it's not easy as easy as they are uh trying to tell us that uh to to put it on and, and just uh uh, discover how it works uh, you you have to be uh, uh, help and uh, guide to for for your first use so yeah and um is it the the other thing i would like to share with you guys is that uh there is no new application uh no new like the the, the famous and <laughs> famous killer app uh, that would uh, put everyone uh, out of their chair and see, wow, I really need this device. Uh, it's, it's some classic stuff right now. Uh, basically, it's doing what, uh, despite the, the video conference, uh, the, the pictures, uh, uh, watching movie, movies, uh, um, even working on a virtual environment, uh, this is what um 
what we call the, the assisted glasses or smart glasses are doing right now. So not much uh, differentiation about uh, what Apple can do. Um, what's interesting, well, they are, they are doing the same as Meta and, 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 and others, but uh, there is absolutely no distortion or, uh, you know, rounded uh, effect on what they are showcasing uh, at the user view. So very interesting to see that for them, it should be a very clear, very rectangular uh, view. So uh, I hope uh, this is not, this won't be misleading uh, the future customer about this, but yeah. Um, yeah, this is mostly what I wanted to see, but to say, but yeah, the, the main, um, the main things that is bothering me that uh, we 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 didn't see anything new and uh, uh, something that is, uh, yeah, overwhelming or I don't know something that could say oh I should have uh, I should have pre-ordered the the Apple Vision Pro because now it's sold out so <laughs> you don't have the choice but yeah um, right now I I'm I don't regret not having uh, pre-ordered this uh, this headset. I just want to to wait uh, more to see what the the final uh, render or display is uh, in this headset. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I uh, what you said is like we, um, we we are not seeing anything new and what I, what I think is that's actually the point. Um, what I think the strategy from Apple is, is they want to, um, they are not targeting the hardcore VR users. Mm -hmm. They are targeting everybody. So they want to showcase uh, the everyday use that uh, everybody's already uh, doing with the Apple products and just transpose them during the, just the first small step uh transposing them into uh into a, a special context uh so you know uh videos uh pictures panoramas uh, movies um, email calling and just at the end just a few immersive experiences um so i, I think i think this is their strategy uh to uh, onboard as much people as possible just uh, because I, I showed this video to normal people, <laughs> non-special people, and uh, they are not seeing the point of this headset. Because yeah, uh, I, of course I can see pictures, I can see movies, I can. But what the point in paying for four thousand dollars for that? Uh, so it's really, uh, as you're saying, it, they are really targeting the hardcore Apple fan here. But yeah, with 70,000 uh, units, uh, of course, it's a very small um, fan base. But uh, to, to the, I guess, to the mainstream population, it doesn't make sense. Uh, it's like another gadget, a, a very expensive gadget at this point. Yeah, yeah, of course, uh, for now. Uh, I, I agree for now, but uh, as the, as, um the next devices will be released. They will be less uh, expensive and 
um, slowly the usage will, I think, become familiar. So I don't know. We can we can make predictions uh, on that and see how it goes. Um, but uh, yeah, that would be my prediction. Yeah. <clears throat> on my side, I see that the same move as the iPhone. Uh, there was kind of smartphone on the market already uh, available, but with lower performances, lower functionality, uh, um, less uh, less uh, easy uh, easy uh, interaction with the with the smartphone that was existing before, and then when they released the iPhone, it changed completely the the market i think that and and the price was huge and people were seeing the same thing i don't need this uh, and only the apple fan were buying that um, and here i think it's the same idea with their new interaction that they only want doing that uh, for interacting and keeping their environment uh, the same i think like fabian said it's to retarget those uh, early adopters, uh, fan, uh, Apple fan, that would make application for the device and then for the next uh, version of the headset, um, will showcase to others what they have done and yeah, make other early adopters and then yeah, the market will grow bigger, I think. So I think that their strategy is the same. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see if it, if it works at this price. Because yeah, compared to the iPhone, the, the, there is a huge gap in terms of pricing for this device. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Th there, there are a lot of comparison made to the uh, original uh, Macintosh, which is, I think, uh, almost forty years ago, uh, uh, day to day. Uh, which was at this kind of similar price mm. so yeah right so seb it's your turn yeah on, on my side i wanted to share uh, also uh, a video of apple that, that they released uh, showcasing uh, how they manufacture the the, the headset so it's interesting to see that they start communicating this way uh, showcasing the mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think they are showcasing any industrial secrets there, uh, because it's mainly uh, yeah, it's industrial factoring. Uh, the 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 main uh, secrets are in their CPU video. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, I think it's uh, also interesting that that reminds me that. Uh, on the previous video, we are not seeing the head strap um, that uh, is uh, also delivered with the with the headset. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but seeing how the front. All right. Um, another subject was this uh, Disney holotile that uh, they revealed, um, showcasing that they they can have two user walking almost naturally on, on the floor and uh, they can do interaction with the screen um, so two users can feel like they're working in the same environment but not in the same place um, for me it's 
still a bit a gadget because you you saw that the you see that the people are not walking not completely naturally they're always moved away and a recenter on the floor so it seems interesting it's a nice move forward but not the perfect uh, system although uh, what is really different from what I've seen so far is the way the fact that they can have many floor uh, a big floor uh, with many people on it walking on on, on it or move object directly uh, like this star wars effect is quite nice uh, so i don't know if you saw that if you, if you have any feedback on it of course we saw that it's everywhere in mm -hmm. linkedin and any tech website the I guess we we talked about it, and uh, we said that they are very efficient in their communication. Uh, Disney Research is uh, is known for their they are doing lots of secret stuff, and when it's come out, uh, it comes out. It's uh, it's always a, a very nice uh, things to uh, it's always very nice things to discover. Uh, just my my first impression when I saw this video is uh, it was wow they they created a mat. Uh, that can do uh, like the thread mill. And uh, after a few seconds, I, I realized that it's a huge platform, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, like a, a traditional thread mill. So yeah, the effect was um, very impressive at first. And then, oh yeah, well, it's a classical thread mill. Uh, we, I think at some point we can hear the sound and it's not that quiet. So, because it's lots of motors, of course. But uh, yeah, uh, the, the the communication part is is very very efficient. Uh, the system seems to 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 be interesting. It's a, a variation of the, the 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 famous roll up. You know, there's lots of a roll that, that can uh, that is using the army. It's, it's usually an hexagon or octagon, and people can move around. So uh, yeah, it's it's a nice things to see that treadmills are trending and uh, uh but yeah I, I don't know what disney research can do with this uh are they willing to integrate this at, at in their theme park at some point because we know that they are doing some immersive researches mm -hmm. uh but i i don't know why they are uh financing these kind of researches i don't know well well what their point is Maybe you have more more idea about this. Yeah. Um, so I I had the same uh, back to reality impression as you had. It's like wow, they have one centimeter high thing that was like how can they do that? But no, yeah, it's there is a huge uh, probably a huge uh, part below that um, that is handling everything. Um, <clears throat> And yeah, as you said, Seb, uh, you can see when they are walking, they are still walking very um, <clears throat> carefully. And uh, so, but still, uh, it's 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 uh, pretty nice uh, and good looking. One thing, and I, I saw someone uh, saying that on LinkedIn, I, I, I forgot who, um, so sorry about that, but uh, uh, the comment was that Disney Research, they usually uh, don't sell their products. Um, so I, it's, 
from that that person was saying that it's unlikely that it will hit the mass market and as you said uh Guillaume, maybe it will hit the the disney parks um the theme park in attractions but um it's unlikely that it will be uh for for sale um so i don't know we'll see yeah so the same news and it's interesting to see also that they use azure connect to yeah to track the user and center it on the floor they're using the microsoft uh, yeah tracking to to do that that's interesting to see and yeah um, yeah i think also that would be for their theme park it's a research for their theme park all all, the, all of what they do are never released on the public market it's only for doing attraction that people cannot see anywhere else than the, in their theme park but uh, yeah we'd see um talking about theme park um I saw that new video of uh, the new Universal Studio Jurassic Park uh, uh, attraction where they stinked a huge uh, 3D screen. It's not 3D screen, it's 2D screen, but sync with the boat uh, position. So it looks like 3D. And they sync that with a real uh, water projection and stuff like that. So yeah, the, the attraction should must be amazing to look at. Uh, and yeah, interesting way of uh, showcasing some some prehistoric animals. Do you know so in I... which which park it is? It is in Orlando or Los Angeles? Uh, I think it's in Japan, but uh, I will I will check it out. I will let you know. I don't know what it is. I saw the, the video and thought it was worth uh, sharing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some good parallax. Mm. Yeah, with and the water effects are quite nice too because they're really coming close to the, like here, they're coming close to the screen. So it really looks like uh, there is something broken and there is really water uh, behind the, the glass. Which is only a screen. Uh, so yeah. What is your thought, Fab, about that? Yeah, I will check if it's uh, in Osaka <clears throat> uh, next time. Uh, I will. I will have a look. But uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> we 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 saw last year or two years ago was like the a lot of three uh, D screens outside in the streets. Uh, so yeah, parallax. Uh, and it's interesting to see uh, how it's used now uh, in uh, in this kind of situations. Um, it's, it's really well done, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the synchronization with uh, even th this effect, this particular effect, when there is a wave coming inside, yeah. The fact that it's synced with real effect uh, must be very impressive. I guess the sound effect also must be really nicely done in this environment. So I would love to check it out. And my last object is about the, this uh, neural review mapping uh, that allows to re-texture uh, and change the material of a Gaussian splitting model. So we were wondering a couple of 
months ago how could be could we use that to yeah to change the texture change the color of an object and now the technology is coming and yeah it start to be usable so here at the end of the video they are show showcasing how they can add some fish uh, on the plate or here change the <clears throat> the texture and add some some yeah some different texture and maybe even some normal map to the to the table to make some depth effect on it so i think that's kind of nice to to have this kind of tool now uh, what what do you think about that guys um yeah it's uh it's really uh nice to see we, we are following this for a year about a year i think uh, now and um almost every week there are improvements into um nerve splatting and all these technologies so um what will the future look like for for this um um yeah applications for uh for media for movies for 3d immersive experiences uh for digital twins um really looking forward um to see what the future is made of with that yeah uh yeah so it means that at some point they are creating the mesh uh if so uh well the improvement is massive between the time we we tried this for the first time and what what we are capable of now uh, uh yeah it's very interesting to see uh, the use of this and uh i guess 2024 will be another goshen year uh with new uh, new improvement there uh, i saw a, a very nice uh, workflow it's between goshen and um uh, AI uh, rendering, uh, just as a, a side note, but um, there are th some artists are using Luma AI to uh, generate a 3D object, and this 3D object is then used in other in another AI software for so the the the, the presentation was a like a school bus, so they generated the school bus in right. Luma AI, oriented it, changed the the lighting um uh configuration and then use a, a image gen ai to generate different variation of this and i think the, uh, i found the, the the workflow very very interesting to see that you can have now a full ai workflow and at the end you have a, a usable uh ai content well graphical generated ai generated content um so at some point we were scared that ai could replace uh artists and i i'm reassured we, we can be reassured that now artists are using those uh tools to to help them uh, uh yeah uh create their vision and uh what they what they imagine so very very interesting and the other thing is that it can open up those uh, 
uh, those works to to non artist part meaning that uh, you can have really good ideas and not have the technical skills and now ai can can help you um, with those and uh, just uh, you, you you can yeah work with what you are you are uh, thinking about and uh, ai can do the rest so very interesting to see what people will do with this and uh, you you don't have uh, this technical uh, part that is uh, maybe uh, uh, annoying you or not not uh, uh, making you uh, uh, do what uh, what you like so very interesting mm. yeah unwrapping uvs on the 3d mesh is most of the time awful and here it seems to mm. really simplify this with also a scan that you do with your phone so if we have tools that make it easier to generate and easier to iterate on design on, on real object uh, that yeah that can be a very helpful tool for standard user like you said and artist also mm. and that's about it for me okay so just a few more news to to end this uh, this podcast um so we talked about Apple Vision Pro. Uh, I don't know if you saw that uh, they proposed a different version of the Apple Vision Pro because it was not expensive enough. So you can have the the high end uh, Apple Vision Pro with one terabyte terabyte of um, uh, of, of memory. Uh, I found it very interesting because, it, to to my knowledge, it's the only one. Uh, mobile headset that uh, offers you a one terabyte um, uh, storage. Uh, so my question is, why are they doing this? Um, maybe they are, as they showcased in the video, uh, they are willing people to, to make so, so that people can store their picture or movie on the the, the device, which is bit weird because now we are more on the cloud side uh, i guess people who would like to have their uh, their content shared between uh, all their apple ecosystem so why would they would they store it uh, on the on the uh, on the apple vision pro hardware uh, very interesting to or maybe they found out that the application that you would be uh, developing for the apple vision pro are um, requiring a lot of space i don't know uh, so very interesting to see that they they provide a huge uh, disk space uh or for for this uh one small uh i would say bad buzz but it's not uh because people were making fun of the apple vision pro uh carry carry bag or a case uh, because it was a price as two two hundred dollars uh, but when you are uh, purchasing a four thousand <laughs> dollar unit, uh, I guess you can invest in a two two hundred dollar uh, case for for you to protect it. So it's it's not a there is no debate here, I guess. But yeah, uh, for some it can be shocking because it's nearly the price of an Oculus Quest Two. So we can understand why people are laughing at it, but. I, I I don't really see the, the case. So, uh, about this Apple Vision Pro news, any thoughts on this or? Uh, 
Um, yeah, about the space, uh, I have a joke as well. Maybe it's uh, because they want us to uh, to be able to install Xcode uh, on it. So uh, <clears throat> that's just a, a private joke for uh, Xcode developers because uh, uh, usually Xcode takes a lot of space. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, I totally agree with you. It's a quite uh, interesting move. Uh, maybe as you as you said. Um, they are expecting a, a lot of apps to uh, to take a lot of content, uh, to have a lot of content, sorry, and to take a lot of space. Um, and also maybe the special videos uh, are really huge. Uh, I don't I don't know how big they are. So um, uh, or or maybe it's easy money for them. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, but in, uh, it would be interesting to see how. Um, so first. Uh, when we will test it, how quick the space will be taken up by the applications, and also looking at the purchase uh, metrics, like if the one terabyte is really selling. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, my assumption was like you have the 3D videos, the 3D application where the 3D model needs to be high resolution. Uh, to render correctly in the headset. Um, maybe the video also, if it's 8K videos that you look at uh, inside the headset to have a nice rendering, maybe you need to download them and not you are not able to stream them directly. Uh, we'll see, um, I guess. Yeah, I forgot one news is also that they, they kind of lost their partnership with YouTube and uh, and Netflix. So there won't be any YouTube app on the Apple Vision Pro for you to, to watch your, your video. It will be inside the Safari uh, app and uh, Netflix. Well, I don't know how, how you could uh, see that because I guess they announced some partnership at the launch. Uh, but yeah, apparently it didn't work. So uh, we'll see how uh, Netflix user would be able to to watch a movie uh, in the Apple Vision Pro. Uh, and uh, last news is that we all know that Magic Leap was not in a in the best financial situation a few months ago. They had a lot of layoff. Uh, they were like renting their IP uh, to other competitors. And they just had uh, another uh, $500 million uh, founding uh, just a, a few weeks uh, back. So um, we'll see if they can keep up, uh, maybe provide. I, I don't think they will provide or launch a new headset uh, right now. Uh, they are surely will uh, continue to uh, to work on the IP and try to to find uh, some financial um, uh, well making money at some point because uh, they are now at 4.5 billion dollars uh, in investment and still not uh, any margin or benefits at, at this point so uh, I know we we are all some uh, uh, we 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 are all uh, at our entrepreneur <laughs> past or present, and I've, I'm still uh, fascinated by the way that some company can have 4.5 billion without being 
uh, without making any money and uh, they are still getting more. <laughs> so uh, uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's all, all, always very uh, uh, shocking to see, to see that you can have uh, a company for about 10 years without any, 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 without making any money. So very, still very surprising. <clears throat> yes. Uh, this sale, the pricing of the Magic Leap 2 is kind of the same as the, at the Apple Vision Pro. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't tested the Vision Pro yet, but it seems higher quality than their device. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I wonder how they can make a move in the market. I know they're just starting selling it in Europe uh, this year. So yeah, they're slow to come on market to start joining uh, or having industry using their headset. So mm -hmm. yeah. It's going to be a tough market for them, um, unless they lower their pricing uh, on their assets. Yeah, they, they, they missed their window, I guess, uh, four, four years ago uh, uh, by making their choice to, to go on the entertainment and not on the professional mm -hmm. side. And now they switched. Uh, I guess it's too late, but we'll see. Yeah, they need to convert all those that went to HoloLens 2 to Magic yeah. Leap. And yeah, that's uh, that's tough. Okay, so I guess this is it for today. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Lost in Immersion. Uh, see you guys. Thanks. Bye-bye.